Or walruses, as I'm now calling you. There's a wee hashtag in there. Hashtag, I am a walrus. Let me know if that collective noun is working for you. Someone else actually came up with the Wallevers. W-A-L-L-I-E-V-E-R-S. I don't know whether that's something to do with Justin Bieber or something, but you do have a hashtag, I am a Wallever as an alternative. So why don't you hit me up and let me know on my social whether you like either of those two or whether you should keep looking for a new collective noun. Anyway... This is episode 56 of the Speed Mentor podcast and I was digging around like one of those fancy pigs looking for a truffle for an idea for an episode to kick off this beautiful Monday morning after the slightly more sedate pace we had last week when I was interviewed last Friday by Niall Lawther on last Thursday and Friday in fact uh, because I want to get you back on a tight leash as there's so much freaking opportunity out there waiting to be hoovered up by us if we actually apply ourselves with enough rigour. And and you know what? My ever-loving wife, Helen, she made a suggestion asking me, actually, had I thought about doing a particular episode yet for the walruses or the Wallevers? And she suggested that I do one about me always being right. Now, I said, darling, that actually goes without saying. It's writ large in everything that I do that I'm always right. And she says... No, no, I definitely think you should do an episode about always being right. Now, I had a feeling she was taking the piss out of me. And when she said, look, it would be a real handy one for you because you could fill a whole week with the sequels about all the times that you were wrong because there's at least a freaking trilogy in that one. Then I knew she really was taking the piss out of me and having the last laugh as usual. You know, I can't work out whether she likes chopping the legs out from under me or just tries to keep my feet on the ground, whether she thinks I'm an arsehole, or whether she's secretly proud and just doesn't like to show it. Now, perhaps the scars of the five years in my sister-in-law's back bedroom, now that's no reflection on my sister-in-law, she's absolutely wonderful, and I still run deep, and she counts the days to my pension hood, at which stage she hopes I'll have stopped taking risks, and she can actually start to relax a little. Anyway, let's get on with the fucking show. You lot need some motivation today. It's Monday after all and we're going to get it double barrel today. We're going to go on a little journey today far beyond the shores of the new NI or the UK or Ireland. Even Europe, we're going to go right across the Urals into Russia and head towards Asia where the vegetation is a little different to the bluebells that you get in spring at this time of the year here. And it's a place where the bamboo trees grow. Now... You've heard me talk plenty about gratification deferment, about seven-year sacrifice, about never giving up, about nurturing the fig trees and all of that sort of stuff. But we're going to touch today on a related topic and it's one that we haven't done specifically before, but it's about patience. Look, it's so, so difficult for many to be patient in today's culture of a dopamine hit for every like and a disposable culture of consume right now and throw away the wrapper when it's gimme 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 a man after midnight won't somebody help me take the shadows away when the time for nurturing ideas for nurturing projects or for nurturing people is all sorely lacking but the story of the Chinese bamboo tree is one that we can all learn something for for sure now you see when you plant a bamboo tree 
You've got to water and nourish it every single day. Now, if we planted something in the ground in the Western culture, how long would we continue to water and nourish it before we saw some fruits of our labour? How patient would we be before we were expecting that ta-da moment? Would it be one season? Maybe two? Look, only the big tit himself, Alan Titmarsh, might give it more than two seasons. But you see, the bamboo tree doesn't break through the ground even if you've watered it and nourished it. It takes at least the fifth year. Five fucking years. Let's be honest with ourselves. Who would be that patient? I fucking would, you know. I would. And it's my job to show you how to be patient just like that too. You see, as soon as that wee sapling breaks through the earth, it only takes five weeks for it to grow 90 feet tall. Yes, 90 feet tall just in five weeks once you've nourished it for those four to five years. Now, I know Jack and his beanstalk thing and it took two nights before the beanstalk grew the size of a giant. You know, that's one of our fables. I think it was two nights anyway. If, if it wasn't, sure, hit me up and let me know. Maybe that's where our problems start as young children in the fables because it's all about instant success of the beans being planted and the giant beanstalk growing. Now, the Chinese, they had Mr. Miyagi for fuck's sake. Like, wax on, wax off. I, look, I do realise that the Karate Kid was made in Hollywood, but it's literative, it's literative of the point I'm talking about, about the patience. Mr. Miyagi, he was fucking patient. He was waxing on and waxing off for Danielson all fucking day long, whereas we're trying to plant a fucking seed or a fucking bean, magic bean, and we're expecting a beanstalk to grow like a giant the next day, but not Mr. Miyagi, no. Now, Kevin Hart said that, the famous Kevin Hart said that Hollywood has a way of making everything seem like an overnight success, except for Mr. Miyagi, of course. Now, the bamboo tree, which was nourished for five years before it was visible, grows exponentially in five weeks once it sees light. So how many of us have an idea, an aspiration, a desire, a flicker in our minds, a passion, a prototype, a post-it note with a few words, a goal or a fucking dream that we don't spend the time fertilising and nurturing and watering the way that the bamboo tree needs it before it has enough kinetic energy built up to explode to 90 feet in five weeks? How many of those fucking dreams have we left in the ground because we didn't have the patience to tender and care for them? Think about it. I'm sure they're all flashing before your minds right now. You can see all those wee ideas in the past that you didn't nourish and you let go. You let them die in the ground. But it doesn't have to be that way, folks. What happened yesterday does not have to determine what happens tomorrow. You know, it takes a lot of fortitude and steel and grit to stay patient when it takes so long to see the evidence of progress it's even more difficult, though, to explain to others what the hell you're working on when neither you or anybody else can see the fruits of that labour. Now, a quick example you've heard me talk about before was the Chimp Paradox by Professor Steve Peters. I worked on that daily for the thick end of two years, applying the teachings in it before I could see the tangible gains in my life. And believe me, that is heavy-duty, mentally exhausting stuff. It's a total remapping of your brain, or it certainly was of my brain. It needed remapped. Now, at the end of it all, I I can show someone, I can't show someone a car or a present or a wad of money or a shiny plaque or a trophy. 
No one is ever going to see something so intangible, intangible as all the hard work and patience I applied to remap my brain. But the evidence of it is everywhere in my life and in everything I do. And when you start to work seriously on your personal development, the same will happen to you. So how long have you been working on yourself? Working on your dream? Are there people around you that don't believe that there's a motherfucking bamboo tree about to sprout out, sprout out that you've been fertilising for a while? How long can you stay patient? How long can you look the fool... Uh, look the fool in front of others or do you just give up on your dreams after a fortnight or worse still do you not even bother planting the friggin thing are you going to listen to those people or are you going to listen to me and the inner voice that's inside you telling you to stay patient and your very own bamboo tree is going to sprout out one day soon you see dreams never happen as quickly as you think they're going to happen at some stage, but you got to keep watering and feeding your dream. Forget the diet of overnight success, the myth that the media and others like to peddle, because it's a nice sound, sound bite and a story. But there's no such thing. Like Jeff Bezos, we all know who that guy is. He says that overnight successes take about 10 years. 10 years, folks. That guy should know. Adrian Brody, the very famous actor, said... My dad told me it takes 15 years to be an overnight success and it actually took me 17 and a half years. 17 and a half years, folks. How long are you fertilising and watering your dream before you give up? Uh, Sandra Cisneros, who's a famous uh, Mexican-American writer, was heard once to say, one press account said I was an overnight success and I thought that was the longest night I've ever spent. So that's it. They're from the experts, the people who've achieved massive success. They're taking 10 years, 17 and a half years, the longest night of their life. And how long are we spending? Just like the Chinese bamboo tree, success or the fruit of your labour doesn't happen overnight. It can take years. It can take years of grind, of loneliness, of insecurity, of sacrifice, of the naysayers chipping away of you. We bit like my wife at the start of this show. Of the, sorry, hell, of false starts, of failures, of doubt, of derision, but you've got to be building those roots, building up that kinetic energy, ready for the moment when you say, look at the fucking walrus, look at the fucking Waliver, who's just become an overnight success. And you know what else I find? The darker the night, the brighter the day, the harder the struggle, the greater the reward in terms of your personal growth when you've struggled to pay yourself when you've eaten out of date food, when you've had to cut your hair, own hair to save money, when you've had to walk because you couldn't afford a bus, when you were practising and practising, when you lost all your friends because they wanted the party, but you wanted to be patient and put in the work. All those things you've done, waiting for that Chinese bamboo tree to see its first light and then sprout like a fucking giant who's been abusing growth hormones. That makes it all the more worth it, folks, when you've been through all that struggle. Because that process will change you. You'll have been outside your comfort zone. You'll have grown skills. You'll have developed courage. You'll have developed belief in yourself beyond what the others can see. But then all of a sudden, they'll notice that you walk taller. That you think cleaner, clearer. That you've got the fucking chops. That you are stronger. That you are brighter. Maybe that you even sing a little bit better. And all because you had the patience to wait and tend and feed the seed. Of the bamboo tree, day upon day, week upon week, 
month upon month, year upon year. So as we round off this episode of the Speed Mentor podcast uh, with what are you going to do with the seed you got? Because I know you've all got one inside of you. Are you going to ignore it? Pretend it's not there just in case you look foolish if it doesn't sprout as quickly as you thought? Or are you going to give up on it soon because you don't have the patience or you're not prepared to stay patient and to grow it, to grow yourself at the same time, just like the bamboo tree, Chinese bamboo tree, until you become an overnight success. Hit me up my social channels, particularly LinkedIn and Insta, and let me know what way you're going to go. Please don't forget how important your subscriptions and reviews are to me. Um, one year's into my podcasting journey, I have done 50 episodes and I've got another 200 episodes until my own personal Chinese bamboo tree podcast grows. But it won't happen without your reviews. So don't be shy, folks. Here's a review I just received from JB, which reads, Only just tuned into this and I can't believe I've waited so long. A brilliantly inspiring and refreshing approach to mentoring. Gavin is extremely wise. Thank you, JB. And knowledgeable. Thank you, JB. But perhaps more importantly, genuinely funny and easy to listen to. Great stuff. Thanks very much, JB, for that shout out. I see that person give me a review and maybe they'll come into my life at some stage and I'll be able to benefit them in return. So why don't you leave me a review and get a wee shout out on the podcast? Every overnight success is years in the making. Do you want to settle for cheap and easy dopamine hits or do you want to dig fucking deeper, level the fuck up and stay patient? It's your choice, folks. I'm a man on a mission.